Major support for Out to Lunch on WWNO provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with more than 375 attorneys and offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base, joneswalker.com, and from Iberia Bank, offering comprehensive banking services designed to meet the needs of consumer, small business, and commercial clients, serving Louisiana clients for 100 128 years and now serving a regional base with a commitment to developing people and investing in its communities. IberiaBank.com. Additional support comes from Luba Workers Comp and 30 North Investments. Hi, I'm Peter Raschuti. Welcome to Out to Lunch. Today, we've relocated our lunch table from our usual spot in the Garden District to downtown New Orleans. We're at Idea Village's annual Entrepreneur Week. Idea Village is an independent nonprofit organization with a mission to identify, support, and retain entrepreneurial talent in New Orleans. They describe Entrepreneur Week as an annual business festival celebrating entrepreneurship, innovation, and advanced thinking. We are definitely going to meet some advanced thinkers today. Everything from a reimagination of the inside of the human body to new ways to manufacture clothes to put on the human body. On most shows, we have two guests. Today, we have six guests. Let me introduce you to Summer Sullivan. Uh, Summer moved back here to her native New Orleans after working at CNN as an international news producer. Idea Village was smart enough to snag her, and today, Summer is the creator and curator of an online blog called The Distillery, a unique community meeting place for entrepreneurs with an interest in the unvarnished truth about business. Summer, welcome to Out to Lunch. Thanks so much for having me, Peter. The Distillery. I think of a distillery. I think booze, but but why is it called that? Yes, it's funny you should say that because when our team was brainstorming the name, we were thinking of things that really represented what we wanted the content to be, which is distilled content, really down to its raw, pure form of the real experiences of entrepreneurs. And we thought right away, the distillery, that people would have that association, and what better place, because we are in New Orleans. Yes, where there are a few bars. Yes, so they they, are. Uh, but it, now, Summer, you've brought a couple of folks with you today yes. to the table, so why don't you tell us who you brought? Yes, I'm very excited to introduce um, a couple of entrepreneurs who are doing really, really incredible work here in New Orleans. Um, first is Stacy Cannon with Grack and & Banter and Larry Curley with ExoSim Technologies. Wow. Stacy, I'll start with you. What do you do? We measure the effectiveness of out-of-home advertisements. So we measure the creative that goes across um, transit ads, bus shelters, park benches, arena signs. And how do you know that? Is it, um, is it just eyeballs or is it you measuring something about how people are taking it in? So we actually measure if somebody's walked by the ad, if somebody has looked at the ad, and how long they've paid attention to the ad. We have built in some features to capture emotional response, uh, as well as some demographic and psychographic um, subjective information that will probably deploy sometime next year. I just like the idea. I want to say psychographic. It sounds like they, uh, I was with that band for a while. They, where, does, where does this technology come from? So we've built the hardware and software in our office. And you would be the intermediary between uh, kind of that advertising person and the, and the actual customer? Actually, we would be the um, vendor for large media companies and also agencies. Wow. 
Right. Is it, should I think of it as kind of a Big Brother thing? You, uh, like, what am I thinking now is really what I'm getting at. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. We're actually protecting the privacy of consumers. Um, I would tell you how, but then, you know. You would have to kill me? Yes, That'd and I just so met you and I like you. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, and I imagine you're doing something completely different. It's a, just a little bit different. Okay, yes. all right, because that's how we matched you together here. Summer just, I thought you'd be great together. So you're you're doing something inside the human body. I, we are replicating so the human people body. People know you're doing this? Or? Outside of the is human that? body. They do, yes. <laughs> okay. they, they're aware. <laughs> and what is it you're, you're, you're in there doing? So Axosim Technologies was founded to solve a $2.6 billion problem in the pharmaceutical industry. And that's actually how much it costs to get a single successful drug to patients. And this happens because 89% of drugs fail when they first go into humans. So during development, pharmaceutical companies think they know what drugs are going to be successful, but historically they have been very, very terrible at predicting how these drugs will work in people. So what we can actually do is we can engineer a miniaturized version of the nervous system, what we call our nerve on a chip. This is living cells that look and act like a real human nerve. We can use this to screen pharmaceutical drugs to tell these companies how safe or how effective their drugs will be way before they spend the time and the money of actually putting it into patients. So the money you're saving is basically trying to cut down on that 89% that doesn't... Just a few percentage points there means billions of dollars and we, uh, we are really trying to help get these drugs to the patients that need them, make sure that the patients that are trying them experimentally, you know, don't suffer the side effects and don't suffer the setbacks of having it go into them and really have no effect. It's, it's hard on the patients. I'm having trouble visualizing what this looks like, the, the product. What do we so what we use is some proprietary 3D scaffolding. So we can you can think of it like 3D printing. We can basically okay. build this from the bottom up. We can organize the cells just in the same way they're organized in your body. We can control the development of the cells just like the way your body does. And by the time our nerve on a chip has matured, it really looks and acts just like a, like a human nerve, and then we can introduce the drugs and see what kind of changes happen, whether for the better or worse, depending on what we're looking at. How oh, incredible so is that, That Peter? is a pretty amazing. So far, the best thing I've been able to make on a 3D printer is a bracelet. So this is really, <laughs> this is really terrific. Uh, can you grow a human being? No, that right, is okay. certainly not something that we were trying to do or could do quite yet. We're going to have you back in six months, see how that's going. But it's. Uh, I, will, I will say, though, the dream is to be able to link up these different organs on a chip, so a nerve and a liver and a heart, and really be able to tell how a drug is going to perform throughout the whole body. But it's it's all simplified. It's It certainly isn't a human, but it's the best representation we can get. And what is your background? My background is biomedical engineering. So I got my oh. PhD at Tulane. Um, this is right. home for me. And I tried to leave, came back to start this company. And this technology spun out of Tulane. And I was working with my PhD advisor, Dr. Michael Moore, Whoa. who is a tenured professor there. And he's now my business partner, which has been a fun transition. God, if you were like a history major, I would have been really, really concerned. But you were in the right. <laughs> I think a... I know what I'm doing, but it, we'll, we'll find out <laughs> soon. Stacey, what was your background before you got all this? Sociology and industrial design and education, and I was a furniture designer before I started this company. Wait, sociology and industrial design is like perfect for what you're doing. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is. Peter, like she's actually building in the workshop, like in her office right over on Lafayette, and you can see them where they built the product, which is really cool. Really? You give, and this week you're giving tours or anything like that? Or? Sure, stop by. It's, yeah, that is... Uh, it's a fun place. <laughs> and what's what's been the... Um, uh, What's been the reception 
when, you, when you're talking to media buyers? Really, really great reception. It's being received really well. In fact, we have someone from Outfront Media that sits on our board, and someone from the current measurement, or the current standard and measurements in the out of home industry. Um, he sits on our board as well. Now, both of these. Um I mean, it's not like you had to build a steel mill or something, but there was some money, some capital was needed here. Where did you guys come up with it? Just hanging around Entrepreneur Week? or I was originally self-funded the project, and then um, in August we received uh, seed funding. And uh, this is. And what about yourself? So the, uh, this original technology was developed at Tulane, as I mentioned, through some federal grants. Commercially, we won the Bio Challenge over at the New oh. Orleans Bio Innovation Center, which kind of gave us our initial capital to get going. And we just found out that we actually got a uh, federal grant to support our development um, just as of 2016. So we have hired our first two employees through that grant and are really getting the momentum now, finally, with uh, with federal funding. And what's the trick here when you're when you found something great like this? You need more capital kind of continually, but you don't want to give away the farm, right? You know, in terms of ownership. Uh, there's, uh, figured out how to do that or? Figuring it out currently. Yeah, um, there's a lot think, of guys in this room that can help with that. And I think the important part is finding someone who recognizes your vision and wants to help promote that. So you need a partner as much as you need, I, I think, a source of capital. That's the way we're approaching it. Stacy, you know, we've had um, on the show, we had uh, uh, the, the CEO of Lamar Advertising, the billboard company. Have you ever talked to those guys? Or? We, I have talked to Lamar. Um, actually, Ross Riley here in town. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, um, yeah. Yeah, there's, um, I can see, because I would like a... I'd like to introduce you and then get a finder's fee, like a like a washer dryer or something. It's the only way we can fund this show, and I'm kind of hoping that. Yeah. And by the way, I see the two of you, but do you have business partners? Yes. So I have partnered with my old PhD right. advisor, Michael Moore, and we have a fantastic group of advisors that we're working with, who are we lean on constantly as mentors as well. That is. And what about yourself? You the you the lone wolf, or are there people out there with you? I have a phenomenal team. Yep, but um, I am uh, the single founder. You know, last thing I want to mention is a lot of people are telling me now when they get to your position, they do begin to put together an advisory board or such. A, so it sounds like you both actually have that in some way. That Well, no wonder you're so smart and doing great here. The, uh, <laughs> Summer Suleiman from the distillery, Lowry Curley from Exosim, and Stacy Cannon from Grok and Banter. This has been a great introduction to what y'all are doing. We look forward to talking to all of you in more detail over the next 12 months. Meantime, there's more information about you on our website. It's New Orleans. Com. Thank you so much for joining me on this special edition of Out to Lunch here at ID Village's New Orleans Entrepreneur Week. Thanks, folks. Thank, Thank you. Peter. Thank you for having me. Our next guest is a pioneer in what's called the maker space. We used to call it DIY, which to some extent it still is, at least by name. IDEA, spelled I-D-I-Y-A, is a high-tech workshop on Broad Street where you can go make something as simple as a wooden box or as complex as a factory run of computer-guided 3D objects. The founder of IDEA is our friend Dominic Junta. Dominic, good to see you again. It's good to see you guys. Dominic, we asked you to bring a couple of IDEA entrepreneurs with you, and I see you've brought uh, another good friend of ours, Colin Grusing. Uh, hello, Colin. Hey, great to be back. <laughs> you are always doing something interesting. I can't imagine what today's about. And Frank Lopicolo. Frank, welcome out to lunch. Hey, how you doing? Very good, very good. So, Colin, catch us up. You're the person behind the green man suits, the bear coat, 
the motorbike sidecar, and most famously in the local entrepreneur world, 52 businesses, which has helped launch a host of New Orleans businesses. What are you manufacturing here at IDEA? So we've done a couple of things. Uh, probably the most exciting is this shark suit I have uh, here with me. Now and this is a famous shark, right? This yeah, is, yeah, yeah, what yeah. We, this was, uh, he's, he's been everywhere, but, for uh, sure. But the place everybody sure. knows him from is the halftime show? Yeah, yeah, well that's definitely what popular, repopularized the shark costume. <laughs> kind of blew up last year and uh, we were ready to jump on it when everyone all of a sudden wanted a shark costume. <laughs> and it was really idea that helped make it happen. Uh, we were able to get a prototype together in a week or two and get into production in, within a couple weeks. We had them on Amazon in in wow. you know one week and became the first sellers and now now we're the top result on Amazon and on Google for shark costume and that's all because of the rapid prototyping capabilities we had. Uh, that at is Idea. amazing. Yeah, it was really really great. And it is a pretty good outfit. I've yeah, seen yeah. the yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I'll be borrowing it during things. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, your company, Press Fire Design, is also manufacturing at Idea. Now, what are you making? So I specialize in the direct-to-garment fabric printing over there, whether it's a t-shirt that you want made or some custom promotional products, that's my primary specialty. And what else would you use this for? T-shirts, that rings a bell with everybody. Where else would it come up? Um, you can actually, there's a lot of different capabilities. We can print on wood, we can print on metal, so we can do some different outdoor signage and indoor table display offerings. Um, really anything that we can kind of play with through the machine, we can test out and see if it works or not. That's kind of one of the great things about it. And how do you make it? Oh, it's all automated. So you lay it on the platen, you rip the design into the like rip the design using the rip software into the printer, and then just press print. It's pretty straightforward. So one thing I see that Idea has been able to really facilitate the two of you. I mean, uh, they uh, now the, tell me something about the shark. <laughs> so fascinated with the shark outfit. Um, uh, you you saw it. You sketched it out and you brought it to Dominic? Is that how? Well, so, I mean, the literal first iteration was in my bedroom, you know, tearing up pieces of clothing and trying to make them match. Once I had a basic template, then I... Girlfriend screaming, that's mine! <laughs> <Right. There's> a... <laughs> then, then, we, then we took it to Idea and, and systematized it and got it going on the laser cutter um, and, and things like that to kind of, you know, make the first prototype look good and then systematize that production so that we could start filling orders. Earlier you're filling orders, the more kind of credibility you have on Amazon and Google, and that really has made all the difference. You know, the the, the second people to the game aren't going to sell nearly as many as right. we did. You've of, got of that course. first mover uh, advantage. Yeah. You know, one thing that probably didn't take place at Idea is the is copyright. Uh, how did all that work out for you? Well, you know, I mean, we, we don't use any of any of the trademarks that, that anyone thinks that they own. The trademarks are extremely weak, you know, wow. even if, if, you, if you think about what, what the name is, you can't really trademark that. Um, you certainly can't trademark a, a shark costume. Um, so, you know, I, we're, we're in good standing for sure. Well, I personally own one of the bear suits, and I'd like to tell you that's terrific. They, uh, I use it to explain short selling in bear market. Oh, yeah, that's, right. uh, that's how I've written the purchase off. But uh, they, uh, now, Dominic, what else is going on over there? And by the way, I really want to advise people to come over and check it out. I was blown away. So what are you doing? Thank you. So uh, we're expanding our operation right now. We just opened up our wood shop, which uh, goes online this week practically. Um, we bought one of the biggest um, demands was woodworking. So we've bought uh, uh, table saw, band saw, 
nice uh, planer, joiner. So now we can also add woodworking to our operation. We also have, and we talked about the digital fabrication with, with um, Collins Company. One of the biggest uh, challenges is first that iteration, that prototyping, but with all of our computer and the design side of it, once you have that final iteration, you enter, you hit enter once on that, that computer and you, you've got your first design, but now you're hitting enter again and again and again, and now you're producing and manufacturing right from, from start. So for like the shark costume, once it's popular and you get demand, you can hit the ground running. You don't have to worry about chasing. So if, if it's everybody's out there trying to make these, uh, you know, there's a big comp competition and there's a lot of competition out there, you can speed up the, the idea to actual concept, to actual manufacturing within weeks as opposed to years now with our shop. Now, uh, what about you two guys? Did you, are, you, are you handy? Are you, are just general, I, I mean, think so. If I went in, maybe bad things would happen, but you need a certain amount of skill, or do, do you guide them through these? Zero skills at all. So part of our operation is uh, the education side. So we teach people on the machines on how to use them safely, and then from there, how to use them to really sing and really, you know, it's like an instrument. You know, you can hit a drum and just beat on it, or you can really make a, a rock star uh, uh, sound out of it. So that's where we're at with our, our company. You come in and you start beating on a drum and start playing with it, see if you like it, see how it works, and then make it sing. God, you must be very proud of people that have come in and and, and taking it to another level. That's amazing. We are. We actually are working with um, NOLA Microschools is a school that's in our space right now. They asked us and are working with our, their students to do an entrepreneurial program. So it's like every, you know, when I was a kid, we used to do like uh, these noodle um, crafts things and we'd sell it to our parents and it was cute. <laughs> what they're doing is they're taking a design with our, our uh, production manager, designing out um, picture frames and using the laser cutter to make them so that now once they sell them, they can go build their little websites and actually have a market and our little micro-entrepreneurs uh, right at the sixth grade level. And, and, and Dominic, one thing I've got to ask here is the, the idea that your business model, this equipment, I would imagine, is pretty expensive. And you recoup your money through, uh, do these, these people that are over there, are they members or do they pay by hour? How does that work? It's exactly like a gym membership. So um, if you think about it, a gym, instead of working out on workout equipment, you're using your hands to build projects. So you have access to all the machines inside. There is a basic use and safety course that you have to walk through through each, each um, machine. But once you have that course, then you're able to use it. Wow. And um, Frank, where do you find clients? How do you... How do you find the markets for these? Um, a lot of a lot of clients find me. Actually, the prim my business is primarily generated by word of mouth over the last three years. Um, working at Idea now, I just have access to all kinds of people coming in here that may not even be interested in printing T-shirts, but see the process and then all of a sudden have an idea to create something of their own. Where would now, for, for instance, where would I see your work? Where would you see my work? Um, so I. Primarily do commercial work for people, so it would be you know some different businesses that I'd have printed their shirts or different like apparel. Um, I also have a clothing line, High Brass Apparel, that I'm currently developing, and right now we're selling at Gene Therapy in okay. on Magazine Street yep. and in Canal Place. We did like a, a little run over Mardi Gras with some Mardi Gras edition apparel items, which were pretty pretty popular. So your assets, they're all in your head. Essentially, that's a, yeah. that's a. We don't have to cut it off to get to it or anything. This is <laughs> this is really going to work out. The uh, uh, and I had one last question for you though, Colin. Is the um, when we you came to the show when you were just starting Fifty Two Business? How did it work out? Oh, great, great, amazing experience. I mean, it 
it burnt me out for sure. I, I'm still recovering a little bit, <laughs> uh, but I learned so much and, and met so many great people. Um, we we kind of changed course midway through and started mostly helping other people start businesses, um, which was which was great. It's actually a, a little easier than starting your own businesses, but yeah, it it wore me out, but it was a, a fantastic experience. And if you're an entrepreneur junkie, I have to ask you. People <laughs> are thinking right now is where's the bus? Yeah, I, I I can't wait to get back. I'm gonna bring it and park it over at Idea when I get some time and really outfit it well. <laughs> get we're it gonna we're, we're gonna make some really nice <laughs> stuff inside. It's gonna oh. it's gonna be great. <laughs> Dominic Junta from Idea, serial entrepreneur Colin Grusing, and Frank Lapacolo from Press Fire Design. This has been a very enlightening conversation. Thanks to all of you for taking the time out of your New Orleans Entrepreneur Week schedule to join me today on Out to Lunch. Thank you, Peter. Thank, Thank you, you so very much. much. Very inspiring. I, you can find out more about Idea, Colin Grusing's varied ventures, and Frank Lapacolo's Press Fire Design by following the links on our website, itsneworleans.com. Today's show has been recorded live at New Orleans Entrepreneur Week, produced by Idea Village. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Mitch Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. You can see photos from this show on our website, itsneworleans.com, and our It's New Orleans Facebook page. You can get the show as a podcast. You can listen to past shows, and you can keep up with us on all kinds of social media by going to our websites, It's New Orleans com and WWNO.org. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting and WWNO for itsneworleans.com and WWNO 89.9 FM. Thanks to Idea Village for inviting us down here today, to Cameron Adams for production assistance, and to Summer Suleiman, and to Dominic Junta for helping us put it all together. I'm Peter Raschuti. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you again next week back at our regular table at Commander's Palace for more business New Orleans style on Out to Lunch. Major support for Out to Lunch on WWNO provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with more than 375 attorneys and offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base, joneswalker.com, and from Iberia Bank, offering comprehensive banking services designed to meet the needs of consumer, small business, and commercial clients, serving Louisiana clients for 100 128 years and now serving a regional base with a commitment to developing people and investing in its communities, iberiabank.com. Additional support comes from Luba Workers Comp and 30 North Investments.